We are back, and it has been a while, and I admit, I feel like every time we record a new episode, we say something about being more on time with it. We actually had somebody on TikTok ask if we were going to have a new episode soon, and I said- Oh, yeah, I get bugged. Yeah. So here we are. (laughs) We're back. So why have we been gone? The biggest reason has been, after two years of- The plague of of our office. (laughs) Managing to avoid the plague, we- both caught the plague. But even before then, I was actually sick with something else and caught bronchitis. Yeah, but we know you're broken. I know. I'm, I'm, I fell apart. Don't what move, Martha. Your chair oh, yeah. will squeak. All Jay's parts are on recall. My parts are on recall. So <laughs> I'm recovering. I still kind of sound like I'm a heavy smoker. I swear I'm not. This is just recovering. You sound normal. I guess. Yeah, it took me a f- uh, like two weeks there to finally... For my chest to clear up, but I finally have, which is great. And now you can breathe again. Yeah, except for in the morning. Yeah. It's like the morning and before I go to bed, my body's like, sneeze. Here's here's a stuffy nose. Ha! Ha! But now it is summertime here on the North Shore. It is beautiful outside. Visitors have returned and flocked. Now, on today's episode, we are going to be talking all about something we probably should have been talking about maybe three or four months ago because, well, you'll understand why in a minute, but this is going to be our guide to North Shore summer camps. So I'm Jay. And I'm Martha. And this is Exploring the North Shore. I actually did away with the theme song. What? Why? It took up too much time. I feel like you need to include that little. I yeah. I, if you if you, <laughs> I can't remember when I I think I feel like it was either Why? last like episode the, the or best. the episode ago. I did get rid of the theme song. Like I always have the crime junkie theme song stuck in my head, even though it's so simple. I know, and I should. I don't know. Maybe I'll bring it back. Let let us know what you think. Do you miss the theme song? Do you not miss the theme song? It just seemed like it was something I was like throwing in there somewhat arbitrarily. Like I was supposed to have a theme song, so we had a theme I song. Mean, but after we do our whole intro, that's like... You sing. I know. <laughs> Martha sings and I dances. mentally do the song in my head and be like, and we're back. So maybe I'll bring it back. Let us know. Let us know what you think. But um, again, I don't listen to the podcast. Yes, so. exactly. So I did it for the people, not for you, Martha. Okay, we'll take a poll. Moving on. So we are going to talk about summer camps on the North Shore. And I know a lot of people are thinking it, it's not necessarily something you go out of your way to sign your kid up for a summer camp on the North Shore, but there are many ways that you can utilize summer camps on the North Shore as part of your North Shore vacation. Two ideas. Um, one is either you send your kids to like a week-long residential camp where they can have a grand time, wonderful time. And both Martha and I can attest to how amazing the summer camp experience is as we Mm -hmm. both went to them as a kid. Then the adults can go and have their like a romantic getaway or maybe even like two or three of your friends go off together and have just a really fun adult getaway. Sans kids, always fun to go on vacation with kids. It's also always fun to go on vacation without them. So... Let the kids have on vacation without kids because you don't have any. (laughs) You can go and have like a really fun vacation with just the adults while the kids have a blast, and then maybe you spend a couple days together or just go home. I don't know. Take your pick. The other thing a lot of people do is when they come up on vacation, they'll find something for their kids to do a couple of days. Maybe they're here for a week. So maybe two or three days, they'll find some sort of a fun summer camp program that the kids can do. So in Duluth, there are a ton of them. Or just things in general. I've had, 
out-of-town families who aren't don't even live in Minnesota when I worked at the Y do swim lessons in the summer. Mm-hmm. Only in the summer. They're here for a week and they're like, let's do swim lessons. Yeah. And I'm like, this is how you spend your vacation. But... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I used to run the Y day camp here in Grand Marais and we would frequently have people that were just there for a day or even just a week mm-hmm. and they just want their kids to meet other kids and to play with other kids and to do other kid things because they didn't think they were interested in doing what the adults were doing. So summer camps are a great way for the kids to get out, have some kid fun, and the adults will then have their adult time. So you can either do a full residential overnight camp or a day camp. And now we're going to talk a little bit about some of the different camps that we have up here on the North Shore that you have to pick from, because there is quite a few of them, actually. So first, we're going to talk about day camps, and the vast majority of these are going to be in the Duluth area. Honestly, once you get past Duluth, it's very slim pickings, but... There's some between here and Duluth? Um, we, not we, but like the Y does a summer nope, camp. Nope, nope, yep, you are correct. Basically, it goes from Duluth, and then it jumps to the two in Grammaray. Um, I do know there's one that happens in like Finland, but it's only one week out of the year and I couldn't find out if they were doing it this year. It seems kind of more of like a, oh yeah, we're going to do it in two weeks and people can sign up. There's of course like vacation Bible school in every single town you go to. So if you really want to do that, we're looking more at like the summer, traditional summer camp experience. Uh, so in Duluth, there is, of course, the YMCA day camps. I think the YMCA is king up here for running day camps because we have both the Duluth YMCA, the Hermantown YMCA, and the Cook County YMCA in Grand Marais that all have day camps. Pretty traditional. The kids will run in fields, swim. Uh... I know the <laughs> one up here, they've gone to the adventure park. Mm-hmm. We hiked Caribou Falls one day. They had me go because uh, I was waterfront certified, the only one up here. And they wanted them and to go so, swimming. Yeah, I got to, when I worked at the Y, I kind of got to escape every once in a while when day camp needed a waterfront guard because I was the only one. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, they just go everywhere. I think they've gone to the zoo once, like the one here. Yeah, the one in the one everywhere. in uh, Grand Marais. So the one in Grand Marais usually on Thursdays will have a special field trip. This isn't like every day they're not going somewhere. Usually they're just hanging out around yep. the Y. Yep. But on Thursdays they do special field trips, or at least they used to. I'm really not sure what the post-COVID camp looks like, but you yeah. can go on the website, which is the Cook County, y- Cook County YMCA. Uh, just go if to you website. just go to the YMCA website, they'll have the other branches yes. off that one. We all share a website. We just have like our, they, I don't work there anymore. I keep forgetting. <laughs> uh, they just have like the, you just have to choose your location. So the Cook County YMCA, the Hermiton YMCA, and the Duluth YMCA, oof, sheesh. The Duluth YMCA are all the same branch. So the website's the same. Just go there, click on day camps, and you can find all of the fun offerings. Other really fun ones in Duluth that once I started researching this, I became a little jealous and uh, I kind (laughs) of wish I lived in Duluth, or at least my kids lived in Duluth. I kind of wish I lived in Duluth as a kid. Um, yeah, I went to a lot of camps. <laughs> I was. Gonna, they have so many. So there's a Duluth Parks and Recreation uh, Department in Duluth has a whole bunch of camps, and some of them are specialty camps like archery camp. There's even a curling summer camp, and that's not hair curling. That's the winter sport. <laughs> <laughs> Fishing camp. One called Make a Mess Camp, 
What is that? I, I'm just guessing it's a whole bunch of messiness. I didn't get a whole lot of information on it, but I was like, this is so cool. I want to do make a mess camp. Uh, they offer so many different things. Usually it's um, like regular Monday through Friday day camp type thing or Monday through Thursday is specialty camps. And Monday through Friday is like the traditional day camps. You can go onto their website, which you can find on our website, exploringthenorthshore.com. Then click on explore and then go down to maps and guides. That's where I have this because it's a guide to summer camp. So you can find all the links and information on our website. Uh, another one I was like, this seems like a lot of fun is the Duluth Zoo has a camp. I know you went to that one. Yeah, me and my brother both did. He did the zoo like trainer one and I did the zoo keeping one and <sighs> it was a crazy experience i got to like go back behind where they feed the animals like where they keep them so like i'm feet away from a huge tiger with just like <laughs> a cage right there i would recommend it it's such a great opportunity uh i will say as we're recording this most of the day camps we're talking about except for like the traditional day camps at the y they're completely full. So unfortunately, again, we're, we're doing this late. I said we should have done this months ago. Um, so like the Duluth Zoo ones are full. The other ones we're going to talk about in Duluth are pretty full. Um, but you can always be put on a wait list and maybe hope for a cancellation. So and options there. With COVID and everything, I'm sure they're, they're very limited too. a yeah. lot. And so it'd be, it'd be worth it to just keep an eye on them and check because, you know, it could be last minute. You could get to go to the zoo for camp. And similar to the zoo, there is one at the Duluth, uh, the Great Lakes Aquarium in Duluth, which if you have a, like a, a child who wants to be a marine biologist, that would be such a fun one to do. Other ones include the Duluth Playhouse, uh, the Wilderness Experience, which is a... Yeah, that one's, uh, the Wilderness Experience is a Christian co-ed day camp. So if you want to like a Christian camp, that's kind of the only one I think we have on here. Um, one I found was interesting was Key Zone. That's also through the Y. This one is less of a structured, organized one. And it's more of like a drop off and supervised type thing. I'm sure they have activities planned, but it's more of like a casual drop off one. And you kind of pay like a membership almost I for it. I would say that I probably did key zone as a kid too that one seems to be the one that's the easiest because it's a it's the most like casual like if it works with the parent schedule a little bit better yeah yeah because they lester park or dean oh yeah lester park or dean laurel and the laura macarthur park in duluth laura macarthur laura yes. laura what i say laura laura oops that's laura. my old elementary school which is not um, my old elementary school because i tore it down and rebuilt it right across the street <laughs> there's Starbase. the hartley nature center has one and then oh, of course what hartley nature center has camps yeah it does uh, uh the uh, duluth day camp that i went to if you were in one of the older groups, like one of the days you'd get to go to Hartley Nature Center. And I have gone back as an adult to, to try to find like there's like an old mine shaft or something in there that I still to this day cannot find every time I go back. But it's like my favorite hike. That's where I started like trail running like 
Hartley Nature Center is one of the like coolest places in Duluth I remember going to growing up. And their day camps are a mix of traditional camp activities with a focus on exploring the natural surroundings, which there's a lot of because it's like a 660 acre park. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to do, a lot to see, and a lot of chances to explore. And it's a great option if you're Really loving the outdoors. And yeah, the Hartley Nature Center is beautiful. Yeah, even if you're just there to hike, if the building's open, it's always worth it to go in the building because they have a lot of interesting information in there. And then heading up here towards Grand Marais, of course, there is the Cook County YMCA day camp that we talked about earlier. But then the one I'm like, I can't wait for my kids to be old enough type thing is the North House Folk School Kids Day Camps. Um, they range from eight to 16, but some of them are a little bit older, like nine or 10 plus. And there's different ones like the maker's camp. Don't they have a sailing? Yes. So they have a maker's camp, a sailing camp, uh, a felting camp, and then a... Felting. Is that like when people make the little, like the felt pieces little animals. and stick it with the needles? Yeah. Oh, God, watching those videos <laughs> always makes me cringe because I'm like, I feel like I'd just be stabbing myself constantly. And they go so quick. It's so fascinating to watch. I think with the kids, they probably go a little bit slower. Well, yeah, uh. I would still prick myself. I did a like a glass art class and make sure you don't do this or you burn yourself. Like five minutes into the class, I burned the <laughs> crap out of my thumb. Uh, they also have an introduction to woodworking. So the picture is like a kid using a table saw, which as a parent makes me nervous, but they're clearly being watched by an adult. They're using all safety precautions. And obviously it's a great way to teach kids skills and things that they may not learn in school, but are very valuable otherwise. Uh, these are a little more scattered throughout the summer. So they're only going to be like one weekend or one week at a time for each camp. Most of them are in July, uh, late July and then August. So it's not going to be something that you can book a vacation in July and be like, oh, which North House Folk School camp can I send my kids to? Because they're kind of all clustered in that like two week period. This podcast episode is sponsored by Cascade Vacation Rentals. They know that life has a tendency to be overwhelming at times and busy schedules often leave people feeling overwhelmed and disconnected. That's why they're here to offer you the space and opportunity to reconnect to what's important. Cascade Vacation Rentals has one of the largest selections of privately owned vacation rental homes and cabins on Minnesota's North Shore of Lake Superior, from Duluth to the Canadian border. Their team is there to help you and your family or small group enjoy a vacation you'll remember for years to come. Visit them online at www.cascadevacationrentals.com. And don't forget to use promo code PODCAST for the largest percent off discount available at any given time. Again, that's www.cascadevacationrentals.com. Now, moving on to the residential overnight camp experience. Um, I did arrange this. I swear I did not put our camp first arbitrarily. I went from furthest down <laughs> and then moving up. Yeah. <clears throat> I did include YMCA Camp Miller and Sturgeon Lake, even though Sturgeon Lake is not on the North Shore. It is the summer camp for the Duluth YMCA. So... It's kind of got that association. Plus, yeah, Martha and I both went there. We both love it. We were literally there, what, three weeks three ago? Three weeks ago, yeah. Three or four weeks ago. And it's actually, I think it was four weeks ago now because it's, yeah, it was exactly four weeks ago now. So um, it's a place that we both love. We do cover it 
we'll, we'll like share videos and stuff from there occasionally, like on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You'll see a lot of stuff from there just because we're there so often as volunteers and other things. But it is a great traditional overnight residential co-ed summer camp for ages, I believe, 7 through 17. So it also has a wide range of age groups and it's co-ed. So any child you have will probably have a place there. Um, if you're staying in Duluth, it is a bit of a drive to get down there for the day camp. But for residential camp, it's you drop off and then you go on your vacation and then you drive back down. I think you drop off on Sunday, you pick up on Friday. It's great if that's what your vacation length is. And then moving up the shore, I found one called the Covenant Park Bible Camp in Mottawa. And it is a Christian co-ed residential and day camp and Mottawa is a little bit closer to Duluth so it's about 40 minutes south of Duluth whereas Kent Miller is like 45 minutes. Again it's probably one that if you're vacationing on the North Shore you would want to take advantage of the residential one, drop the kids off, the adults go on their trip, the kids go on their trip and everybody has a great time. This next one will sound familiar to anybody who went to school I don't know if it's everywhere. I don't know if Two Harbors goes, but definitely Silver Bay goes, Grand Marais goes, Birch Grove goes. It is the Wolf Ridge Environmental Learning Center in Finland, Minnesota. And I have so many people I'm sure listening to this who are like, I remember going there in sixth grade. It's a place you go to for like three or four days in sixth grade and just have so much fun. Like it was always the week you looked forward to. They have a really amazing outdoor like environmental learning center. Obviously a lot of stuff is outdoors. It's very educational. It's historically accurate. They also have a really nice climbing, an indoor climbing tower that is just very, very nice. Also a high ropes course that <laughs> I think I got stuck on that thing for an hour when I was there. I did eventually finish it though. I'm very afraid of heights. Oh, you don't, you don't even want to hear the story of what happened to me on the high ropes course at Camp Miller. Let's just say I got the nickname Tree Hugger because of the How high ropes course. How did you do the adventure park? I don't know. I did that one fine. I, I <laughs> that's, that's a very good question. Yeah, no, see, yeah. I'm pretty sure Duluth goes to this too, but we moved schools always Ooh. at the grade when the school I was going to was doing it and we'd move away. And so I never got to go. So I think that happened to my brother because we moved here in sixth grade and I think they had gone the week before we started school. So he missed it too. Which stinks because so it's so much fun. There. Maybe I will contact them and we will have, we'll see what we can do as adults. <laughs> uh, they do have family camps. They do have other types of programs. Uh, they have half week overnight camps and full day day camps. Finland is, I mean, if you're staying in Grand Marais, that's a bit of a drive. But if you're staying like in Silver Bay, Beaver Bay area, it's really not that far of a drive. Same thing with Tofty and Schroeder. Nice and scenic. Drop your kids off for a day camp or for that like half week overnight camp. It's kind of a perfect combination of uh, having your kids have kid time and then also family time if you do that midweek or half week option. Just a beautiful, beautiful camp. They teach you courses on things like freshwater ecology and wilderness wilderness ethics, uh, wilderness adventures, uh, just anything you could think of to do outside. I know they used to also have a pet porcupine at one point. I don't know if they still do, but I know that was a big thing. Like it just would walk around and well, you could pet it. I did all my research on that. 
place. They never mentioned it once. You know, it's hard to really advertise animals if you don't know if they're still going to be there. Yeah. That's, that's my, my not sad way to say that. This next camp is the one that you and I, I feel like, see all the time. Especially recently. recently. Like, I've always sort of known the location of it, but we have seriously passed this camp five or six yeah, times in times. the past month. It is... I just noticed a mistake on our website that I have to fix, and it's that one. Yeah, I was going to say that that's not correct. Okay, so I will fix this before we publish this, but <laughs> we are talking about Cathedral of the Pines Camp. It is located in Lutzen on Caribou Lake. And, you know, Martha and I work for Cascade Vacation Rentals. We actually have a rental called uh, Maple Haven that is like kitty corner right, from yeah. the lake. It's like right there. So if you're a parent and you want to like have your kids be dropped off and have a summer camp adventure, but also kind of stay close by. This is a good one to do it at because there are several vacation rentals on Caribou Lake. And again, one very, very close to where the camp is. That's a beautiful lakefront. lake to have a camp on. Mm-hmm. I love Caribou Lake. It's one of my like two favorites up here. The whole cabin, I mean, <clears throat> the whole camp is a very beautiful camp. Now, it is a Christian residential camp. I don't know if they offer day camps. I believe it is just residential. It's a week long. So again, you're going to want to look at what they offer and when they offer it, see if it's a fit for your family. But it's a very beautiful camp. And I do know several families, especially local families here in Cook County who send their kids there and they absolutely love it. In fact, when I was asking for I, you know, names of camps in the area that I may have missed, a lot of people were like, don't forget Cathedral of the Pines. So Definitely one that is recommended by local families and is in a beautiful, beautiful location and is just a beautiful camp. Next, we are going to head up the Gunflint Trail because there are a couple of summer camps there. And we're going to talk about uh, the first one is the YMCA Camp Minogin, which is interestingly not a part of the Duluth YMCA, but part of the Twin Cities YMCA. So it's managed by the Twin Cities, but it's located on the Gunflint Trail. And this one is specifically for like canoeing, backpacking, rock climbing specialty camps. It has single and co-ed camp options. It is a little bit more expensive, but part of what campers experience is a little bit of time at camp and then a lot of time in the Boundary Waters. Yes, uh, that Camp Minogen, I heard about it probably five million times in the first year I moved here and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> first of all, I didn't know what the Gunflint Trail was. And second of all, I was like, a YMCA camp? How have I never heard of this? Like I've grown up with the Y, but Nate would talk about it all the time. Minogen this, Minogen that. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? They also have a picnic breakfast, or at least they used to in previous years, that had like a picnic breakfast for the locals. So you could go up there and see the camp. And, you know, it was a, it was a nice way to introduce the camp to people who were very close to it. Uh, but this is a camp that I would recommend if you have a kid who really wants to get into the Boundary Waters, is really into that outdoor stuff, and you're just not really that interested in doing it yourself, you can pay somebody else to take your kids into the Boundary Waters. And it is a great thing because it's a smaller group. The maximum size you can have of any group in the Boundary Waters is nine. So you know you're going to have like probably two counselors and seven campers. It's a nice small group. It's a great way for campers to really get to know each other because it's such a small group. And you're in the woods together for a week. 
Uh, pretty awesome. I highly recommend you check it out. They offer also like backpacking trips throughout the country. So I think there's even one in Isle Royale. Oh, wow. So all sorts of options that are really cool. And I wish they offered adult camp. And maybe they do. I haven't really looked. And I probably couldn't afford That's it even like if they did. My favorite thing to do is find camps across the United States that are adult camps. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Do you know how many friends I have who <laughs> never went to overnight yes. camp growing up? And I'm like, guys, we can do it as adults now. We can be grown up. I have at found camp. some of the coolest like adult camps. Unfortunately, none up here, but if somebody wanted to start one, I would, I'd be game. There's a couple that it's like camp, no counselors. They actually rent out different camps locations. What I don't like about that though, is you don't really get a summer camp experience. It's yeah. like an adult retreat at a summer camp, which you can find a lot of those. Oh yeah. I want a counselor. I want to be led around on activities. I want like to meet strangers and make new friends. It's like the thing you did as a kid that was so easy that is so hard as an adult. Right. I want that. Yeah, let's just go be adults, air quotes, at, at a kid summer camp. Yeah. Yes. Like, I would so do that. I would, I would pay a good amount of money to go to camp for a week as right? an adult. So if you're listening to this and you're like, huh, I'm trying to think of a good business idea. Well, there you go. It's probably really expensive and I don't know how much money you'd make. All right. One last summer camp. And this one we have mentioned in a previous episode of the podcast. I believe it was the snowshoeing episode that also featured Ashley Bredemus. And because this is her summer camp, so she mentioned it if you want to go back and listen more about how she came about being in charge of Birchwood Wilderness Camp. But yes, we are talking about the Birchwood Birchwood Wilderness Camp for Boys, located at the end of the Gunflint Trail. So you got to go way back there. But it's a good option if you have a boy, it is for boys only, uh, who really wants to get into the outdoors. This one is kind of like... Kind of Minogen if you step it up a notch. And I'm not, that's not a knock to Minogen. It just means Birchwood offers a little bit more, but it's also a little bit pricier. In fact, it is the priciest option on our list. But it's one of those camps that if you were to send your kid there, I can almost guarantee that they would have the most memorable time of their life, at least to date. And they would love it. And they would come back as a more mature and experienced person who knows a lot about the outdoors and would be telling their friends back home all about this amazing summer camp they went to because Birchwood is beautiful. It is in the most like ideal location on the Gunflint Trail. So if you are doing either an adult trip into the Boundary Waters and you want your kids to kind of have their own separate trip into the Boundary Waters, or if you're staying at a vacation rental cabin somewhere on the Gunflint Trail, this is the camp to send your kids to, if they're boys, of course. Uh, <laughs> There is a Birchwood, Birch, oh my gosh, I can't speak. There is a Birchwood Wilderness Camp for girls. However, it is not on this part of the Gunflint Trail or on the North Shore. So we're not including it on this list. But the Birchwood Camp, Birchwood Wilderness Camp for Boys is on the list. And that's our last summer camp. Now, there are camps in Ely. There are camps that are further inland in Lake County and St. Louis County that did not make this list. They exist. They're out there, but we did not include them on this list. We are including only camps 
that are along kind of I-35 and then Highway 61 and then up the Gunflint Trail. And of course, can't leave out Wolf Ridge. I love Wolf Ridge. Yeah, I need to go there. You should. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that one out because Wolf Ridge <laughs> has so much to offer for not just campers and kids, but also adults and families. So it is definitely a place. Oh, I know. I did the <laughs> blog post on it, so I know a lot about it. I just have never. You've been never there. been there. Isn't it interesting writing an entire blog post and article and knowing like everything about a place, but never never stepping having there. foot there. But then when you get there, you're like, this kind of looks weirdly familiar because <laughs> yeah. I've written and I've thought about it. <laughs> yes. So that is our guide to summer camps on the North Shore. Again, if you're listening to this as we're releasing it in June of 2022, a lot of the day camps are completely filled and booked, but don't be afraid to contact them to see about a wait list or some other, you know, how you can maybe get your kid in or maybe they just have an opening still. The residential camps are a little bit different. Those tend to be slower to fill up. Now, if you're looking at a popular week, like the middle of July or the first couple weeks in, or the first week in August, those are probably going to fill up a lot faster. But if you're looking in June or later in August, you will probably still be able to find a couple of openings. So feel free, reach out, see what's still available, figure out how you can incorporate a summer camp experience for your kids into your North Shore vacation. And Martha and I have talked before about how we both attended Camp Miller as kids numerous times. We've gone there as adults now numerous times. Day camp. My mom had us in so many camps. I am so thankful for the childhood that I had going to these camps. Because to have friends who never did like an overnight or day camp, camp. it's such an experience. I feel every kid at some point in their life needs to have just to like... Overnight camp is like that freedom of just being by yourself without your parents there. And I grew, I feel like, so much on the summers. I mean, I went to summer camp pretty much every summer from the age of eight onward. Yep. So I can't say for sure that that's where most of my growth happened, but that's where a lot of my childhood memories originated from. Oh, yeah. And even some of the adults I've carried into my adult life. Most of them were actually from camp and not from school, which I find kind of interesting because you might only see those people for like a week out of the year, at least for me. Well, this is actually back when I was a staff member, so it was for a summer. But you just grow so close very quickly to some of those people and make lifelong friends, have lifelong memories, and have a great, great time experiencing the outdoors in a way that kids don't really get to experience a lot these days. Yeah. So you can find this entire guide by going onto our website, exploringnorthshore.com slash north-shore-summer-camp-guide, or just go to exploringnorthshore.com and click on explore and then scroll down to maps and guides because this is a guide. And then check out all the other fun stuff that we have on our website. Again, that's exploringnorthshore.com. And be sure to also check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. So for TikTok, we did merge with StayCVR. So our TikTok is at StayCVR. We are no longer going to keep up with the Explore in the North Shore TikTok just because it was so much work to edit more than one TikTok. Double the content and it's like we're pretty much doing the same thing for both. So it just works to combine it. Yeah, it's still us doing everything, but... Literally, like you see Martha's feet in one of our most popular videos. (laughs) 
somebody somebody made fun of you for wearing your hiking sandals. And to that, I just want to point out, I I wear my sandals <laughs> year round. Have we not talked about this on the podcast? Before? Chacos are hiking sandals. Those are they perfectly are. acceptable I will hiking not wear shoes. Anything else? I like. I can't. I'm so used to them. I've been wearing, like, ever since I got my first pair, I cannot turn back. I will wear them as deep into winter as I can possibly stand my cold feet. And as soon as the <laughs> snow is off the ground, I break Chacos them out. are back on. Yeah. So Literally. don't make fun of Martha's hiking shoes. Well, you can make fun of Martha's I hiking don't like shoes. Socks. She just doesn't care. I don't like <laughs> socks. I don't like shoes and I don't like socks. All right, so Chacos, <laughs> acceptable hiking shoes. Summer yeah. camps, really fun for kids. There's day camps, there's residential camps, there's camps not really all up and down the North Shore. I did find it interesting that there was nothing in Two Harbors. Just a whole lot of nothing. So I don't know if there is and they just don't have a website and they're not widely advertised. I Unfortun- think Two Harbors has more important things to worry about <laughs> right now. And with that, we are going to... Call this another episode of Exploring the North Shore. Apologize again for uh, not having a lot of episodes recently. Uh, If you could listen to the unedited version of this episode, it's about 20 minutes of me coughing and like five minutes of Martha choking on water. I swallowed it right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is why we haven't had any episodes recently, but we have a whole bunch in development right now that we cannot wait to bring yes, to you we are getting over our sicknesses and getting outside we've recovered from the plague and now we have, we have a three summer months of full freedom. of fun <laughs> three months of freedom so with that i'm jay and i'm martha and this has been exploring the north shore we'll see you soon